Question. Where shall faithfulness be found? Some think that they've heard its sound, intermingled with the Friday noon clanking of keys and chains against the doors of Muslim-owned stores. And others say it is so high that only the best ZCC dancers can reach it. Many believe that it is too expensive, and only the most extravagant prosperity gospel pimps can afford to preach it. Many more claim to have finally found faithfulness firmly fixed in between the pages of their political parties' manifestos. But I've come to learn that faithfulness is not proportional to one's level of skin pigmentation, and that trustworthiness refuses to be defined along the line between the colonizer and the native, because both have had the shores of their hearts invaded by an intruder seething with hatred, determined to inflict more harm than Dutch sailors looking for dominion. Satan has settled in the hearts of all humanity, cultivated all kinds of sins in the arable soil of our souls, and discovered gold mines of iniquities. But faithfulness, faithfulness bows down to neither the democratically elected president nor the dictator, because both sit on borrowed thrones and wield makeshift scepters. Their decrees are cast in hollow stones, and their most loyal supporters soon become their worst detractors. Faithfulness chooses neither the side of the illegal foreigner nor the xenophobic. Instead, it declares that both are strangers to this world, waiting in the generational queue towards the only border that truly matters. Let us be warned and beware. Faithfulness is not impressed with the external labels that we wear. Guess, Gucci, Calvin Klein or Armani, Calvinist or Arminian, creationist or Darwinian, reformer or papist. And faithfulness is neither feminist nor sexist. So it does not judge the pregnant teenager more harshly than her boyfriend. They are both guilty of skipping school even though she missed more periods than she had intended. There is no one on earth in whom perfect faithfulness can be found. But oh, how faithful is the one who has promised us a better land to grab. A city with foundations whose designer and builder is God, a city where our spirits will be so high there will be no business for Nyaupe dealers, a city where our sisters will be just as grand as our mother's mothers because no man will ever use, abuse or bruise them, a city where immunodeficiency will be an oxymoron like medical aid for glorified bodies, a city where children will have no children to raise. Instead, they will be pregnant with gratitude and give birth to praise. Faithful is the one who has promised us a better land to grab, a city with foundations whose designer and builder is God. Yo, welcome, 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 welcome back to another episode of Quanis Poetic License. Um, first things off, guys, we have a home. We finally have a home in Hatfield, Botakima, Africa. So, Every one of my Jobek and uh, Victoria points, this is where, you know, I can finally say I have a special guest in the building, and that building is in Hatfield, uh, in Arcadia Street, uh, between Arcadia and Festival, like we're talking about Africa, it's an art space, you guys can come in uh, for all your art needs. So, now that we've got that out of the way, we're back with another episode. Uh, today I have a special guest in the building, yeah. Ben Manja, how are you bro? 
Hey, bro. Good, what's up, man? We're good, man. We're good, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice fielding, by the way. <laughs> yeah, thank Beautiful. you, man. Beautiful. I'm still admiring, but <laughs> admiring it myself. Uh, nice. That's a dope setup, man. Thanks, bro. Thanks, bro. Uh, thank you for, you know, for um, joining me on this podcast, sure, you know, sure. and for sharing your heart with us, eh? Yeah, yeah. For sharing your heart and your your whole writing process because you know that's a hard thing to do you know it to, is, is, to yeah. invite people into your heart in, into your writing space yeah, yeah so no i'm glad i'm glad you did man um for my viewers who might not know who manja is do you mind doing like a young intro just to introduce yourself yeah so manja is a cat from the east rent yeah. uh Loras, now kempton park and um part of a band called redeeming syllables so that's where we try to merge poetry with jazz and uh, all other nice music. Manja is a husband, he's a father, got two kids. And, uh, Above all, he's, he's a poet, guys. So, oh, bro, um, I know you chose a poem. Yeah. Do you mind telling me what, why you chose this particular poem and like, the process when you were writing it? What, were you, what message were you trying to relay? I think I chose it because it's it's one of the easiest poems for me to explain. Oh, okay. uh, so when I when I looked at uh, the kind of questioning that I was gonna I was gonna get here, so I thought, okay, uh, this one is is sort of easier to explain than, mm. than the other pieces because yeah, sometimes when we write, a lot of the stuff is going on in our heads, yeah, and it's difficult to now explain to someone what was going on in your head when you wrote this thing. But yeah. to you, it makes sense as the as the poet. To the people, maybe you, you don't really want them to understand but you want them to feel it right so this one is wow. more is more about me wanting you to understand what i have to say oh you really want yeah. us to get in there yeah so a lot of my other pieces it's, it's sort of i want to leave you with the feeling uh not necessarily an understanding oh, you might understand wow. you might not but i want to leave you with the feeling so that's why i chose this one because it's, it's it's easier to dissect yeah Wow, for those feeling uh, feelings, we need to go to one of your shows then. If you want, <laughs> if you want to get the, the feelings sure. behind the poem. All right, cool. Let's just jump into it. This I know this piece is from Redeeming uh, Syllable Strength, right? Yeah. Uh, faithfulness. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So the name of the piece, guys, is Faithfulness, which you guys just saw. It's uh, it's beautiful. <laughs> Got Thank most you. of us here uh, <laughs> off guard. It caught us off guard. So. Like the structure of the show is, goes up uh, because it's seemingly long, we'll just go stanza and then where we have lines, we'll just sure, go like that. Sure. So, you start by saying, um, you open this the poem by saying it's a, actually a question, yeah. You're saying, Where yeah. shall uh, faithfulness be found? For sure, yeah. Like, your basis of this whole poem is like the question of where faithfulness be yeah. found. What are you trying to convey with that, especially, especially the first line, yeah. So I think the message of the poem is really summed up in the line towards the end where I say, there is no one on earth in whom perfect faithfulness can be found. Okay. Right? So that's the point of the poem. But I'm asking the question to try and get people to think about it for themselves. Right. But then in the end, I provide the answer that the only faithful one really uh, is God. The only person we can, we can expect perfect faithfulness from. It's Human it's beings try, but... We fail. Even when we have good intentions, yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't have the strength to do what we promise to do. So the point is, there's no one in whom perfect faithfulness can be found. Wow, okay, cool. And then you, you go on to give like a perfect ex- or like examples as to, yeah. to lead people to what they've placed their faithfulness yeah. in, if I'm not mistaken. You go, something that they've had its sound intermingled with the Friday noon clicking of keys and chains against the doors of my own stores. Yeah. So is this an allusion to like the religion of uh, Islam? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think Islam or people who practice Islam 
are often seen as as more radical in their faith than Christians. Okay. Uh, you know, a lot of Christians, you you won't know that somebody is a Christian until you speak to them. Yeah, but sure. Islam, you can see by the the, the, the the kind of clothes they wear. Yeah. These are people who are willing to forego income at Just a certain time of the week. Yeah. You know, they lock their, their shops to go pray. Yeah. You know, so a lot of people look at that and, and think, wow. That's what this faithfulness is. This is like. These guys are faithful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's yeah. That, that's the that's the reference there. And then you go on to say, I think <laughs> one of my other <laughs> favorite lines. It says, "I just say it is so high that the only only the best that you see that you can afford to to reach it." Yeah. Again. Yeah. Again. I mean, uh, funny story about this line. So I did yeah. this piece at a, at a at another church somewhere. Yeah. It was like a youth event or something. And then uh, just before I went on stage, a guy wearing a ZCC badge walked in and sat down there. Now I'm thinking, oh, do I do this piece or not? Do I skip this line? But anyway, I, I didn't. I didn't. So again, with, with, with ZCC, I think different from most other Christians, these are people whose, whose religion is expressed outwardly yes, yes. In, the, in the type of clothes they wear, you know, the, the, the badge. And obviously, they've got that popular dance style. <laughs> Where they jump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, that's dope. That's a dope metaphor, bro. And then one that I think, this next line, I think it's more, especially for our time, say, when mm-hmm. you say many believe that it is too expensive and only the most extravagant prosperity gospel pimps yeah. can afford yeah. to preach it. Yeah. Let's go back to this gospel, prosperity gospel pimps. Yeah. Why would you... Why who are you? What are you talking about here? I mean, there's no, there's no, there's no easier way to put it. I yeah. think there's a lot of uh, people. Uh, I mean, not to be critical as if I'm perfect or anything, yeah. but there's a lot of people masquerading as men of God. Yeah, true, uh, we see a lot of things happening in churches these days. People eating grass and snakes and whatever. Yeah. And so there's this idea that you know, if your pastor doesn't drive the most expensive car, mm. then, you know, he's not, he's not faithfully saving, serving God. Yeah. So the most faithful servants are seen by their extravagant lifestyles. You understand? So that, that's what that line is communicating there. Wow, yeah, that's why I said it's perfect for our time, especially for Pretoria, where there's yeah, like a sure. lot of these, uh, for sure. these gospel preachers. Uh, and then you continue to say, many more claim to have finally found faithfulness firmly fixed in between pages of their political parties. Yeah. Manifesto. Yeah. Is this uh, relevant to us as Africans? Because I know Republicans and Democrats, Americans, they will claim, you know, uh, like they are, especially Republicans, yeah. they claim that they are for God. But I haven't seen it really in. Yeah, so that's just speaking in terms of religious faithfulness. So I'm, yeah. I'm talking about how people see a savior in a political leader. Oh, you wow, understand? Okay, okay, so okay. we look at political leaders and think, okay, now this is the one who's going to take us out of oh. the. The mess that we are in, you understand. So, so that's where we place our. You look at their policies, yeah. their their manifestos. You know, we think, yeah, I'm voting for this party because I'm placing all my hope in what these guys have have, have mapped out. Okay, no, that's shame, uh, that's shame for right us. There. Yeah. Okay, no, 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 so it's no, all no, encompassing. No. It's not just about religious faithfulness. Oh, so but, it's just faithfulness uh, as a person. Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh wow, that's just beautiful, bro. And then this is when now you start, you know, drawing the construct, and you say, um. Sure. I've come to learn that faithfulness is not proportional to one's level or skin pigmentation. Uh, and that trustworthiness refuses to be defined along the line between the colonizer yeah. 
and the native. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I was watching yesterday, and then I saw someone was saying, was explaining the same thing that just because I'm black doesn't mean um, I forgo maybe like some of the sins. Just because my skin doesn't mean my skin doesn't. Just because I'm black doesn't mean I don't sin as much as the next yeah, person. Yeah, sure. Is yeah. this what then you're alluding to yourself? Yeah. So what I'm trying to say there is that at the end of the day, uh, we have the history that we have as South Africa, where you know we're coming from a past of oppression that was based on racial lines. Yeah. Okay, so that then makes it very easy for someone to turn around and say, ah, white is evil. Yes. Right. Yes. I've had those feelings myself. Of course, right? of course, I struggle yeah. with those thoughts myself. But if you look back uh, at, the, at the past 25 years since we've had uh, democracy or freedom, whatever you want to call it, mm. uh, really, uh, even the black political leaders have shown themselves to be uh, not the saviors that we expected them to be. That we wanted them to uh, be. I mean, I just yeah. saw there's this picture trending now of a kid in a blue uh, school jersey yeah. who has just had to cross a river to get to school. Yeah, I mean, that's painful. 25 years after, after apartheid, we still have situations like that. Kids are drowning in pit toilets in schools. And then, you know, so it just shows that yeah, some people are better than others in some ways, but at the end of the day, no yeah, one is perfect. Yeah, yeah, Everyone yeah. is going to fail you at, at some point. It's beautiful, bro. That hurts, though. <laughs> that's that's yeah, hurts. Yeah, but it's reality. Yeah, it is. It is reality. And then you go on to say, Satan has settled in their hearts, meaning like both the native and the western, um, cultivated all kinds of sins in the arable soul of our souls and discovered gold mines. Yeah. So do you think that's where uh, Satan strives? Yeah, so that, those lines basically uh, uh, I'm, I'm now alluding to the history of South Africa uh, in the sense of so when I say Satan has settled so you know the the, the, the Boers yeah. uh, were known as the settlers these are people oh. who came from Europe to come and settle uh, in, in South Africa and then during the wars we our, our land was dispossessed and they chose for themselves the most arable mm. Uh, parts of the land mm. where they could farm and, and grow crops and, and thrive. Um, so when I say he has cultivated all kinds of sins in the arable soil of our souls, it's the reference to the fact that people came and chose for themselves the most um, uh, the most arable parts of the land to cultivate to for themselves, uh, for themselves yeah. and then discovered gold mines of iniquity. Uh, again, in a, a, a reference to, to the history that people came and discovered gold in and, country. you know, they, they thrived from, from the gold that they discovered uh, in our land. So in the same way, I think uh, Satan kind of thrives in the, in the sin that he, you know, he doesn't put sin in us, but he, he, exploits, he exploits the same the way here, our yeah. land and minerals were exploited. So it's like a parallelism um, yeah. on, on, on that history. Uh, and then I think you go on to say, faith, but faithfulness bowed down to neither democracy elected president nor a dictator. So faithfulness doesn't care if you. Like, yeah. So what I'm saying there is, just because someone is democratically elected hmm. and someone is a dictator, doesn't mean this one is more faithful than the other one. You understand? So faithfulness doesn't say uh, you will find me on the side of the democratically elected president. You understand? Because we've we, we've had people who are democratically elected. There's countries where they still have dictators, and it's a mess everywhere. Everywhere, it's, everywhere a mess. it's a mess. You understand? 
Faithful Lestries is neither the side of the illegal foreigner nor, nor the xenophobic. Instead, instead, it declares that both are strangers to this world, waiting generational queue towards the only border that yeah. really matters. So, I think this is now where you you know you want to tell us there's actually a place where faithfulness is found, and it's a source of faithfulness. Yeah, so when I talk about the only border that truly matters, yeah. I'm basically talking about the. Uh, the line between this life and the next life. Okay. You understand? Yeah. So, if you could visualize it as a border from one world to another world, okay. right? We're fighting now over borders between Zimbabwe and South Africa, who belongs on which side of which border. But at the end of the day, none of us is going to be here forever, right? There is a border that actually we need to be more concerned about. And that's the border between this life and, and the life. next life. Wow. So that's where we should actually keep our eyes on. Yeah, sure, but not not in a, not to say that now we shouldn't care about what's going on in this world. Yeah. Um, we, we can try and, 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 and add positivity and try and be the solution to the issues of this world, but keeping in mind that actually there's a, a bigger um, issue to worry about than what goes on in this world. Because we're only here for like a season. Right. Alright, let me take a bit of a tangent here. Uh, because you're saying we should be mindful of where, you know, where we're going. Yeah. Does that mean that then this is just a an auditioning field or are we basically the question is are we um, do we owe anything to anyone here? Like do we own in do we owe anything to do we owe people our goodness, do we owe the world our goodness? Or can that be just for us and then we only you know, keeping our eyes on the finish line? Just be good enough to, you know, get to the finish line. I mean, speaking from a, just even from a humanistic perspective, I mean, would you not want to, when you have left this world, would you not want to be remembered as someone who has made an impact, as someone who has been a a force for good, right? Would you not want to leave a mark, you understand? Speaking from a humanistic uh, perspective. Because if you speak now from a religious perspective... There's different beliefs. I believe we all... We are accountable to the Creator. Mm. And I believe there is a Creator who has placed us in this world. And uh, He has certain standards by which He expects us to live. And so I think we are accountable for that. And I think we will be answerable for that. But I'm not only speaking to people who believe believe, that. Right. So when I write my pieces, I am a Christian, yeah. I write from a Christian perspective, but... I, I realize that I'm, I'm not only speaking to Christians, I'm speaking to people who might not hold the views that Same I hold. Views that you do. So even if you don't hold the view that I hold about, uh, you know, eternal things and spiritual things, but just as a human being, would you not want to leave a, a legacy? I think that's something we're all striving to achieve. You understand? Yeah. So yeah, whether you feel you owe it to God or not, I think you owe it to yourself. To yourself, to you want to do yeah. something. That's beautiful. Thanks for answering that. I know it's not a part of this. Um, yeah. And then now it goes on to the labels, you know, that we yeah, have. Yeah. Um, you're going to say that, but let us be warned and be aware. If you're not impressed with the external labels that we wear. So this is for clothing labels and what we, we've been called. Yeah, so they are actually, uh, uh, that is like, a, how would I describe it? Sort of like setting, setting the audience up for a sucker punch. Right. So when I talk about external labels, 
I mentioned like clothing labels. That's yeah. that's not that's not where I'm at. That's not where you go. Yeah. That's not where I'm going. So, but I'm trying to get people to feel like comfortable to say, okay, no, that's not me. That's not me. <laughs> yeah. And then, va, Calvinist or Arminian, because in the in the in the Christian circles, there's a lot of camps. There's yeah. a lot of different. I believe this. I believe that. In our church, we do this. In our church, we don't do that. And so, uh, throughout the history of the church, there's been this friction between those who identify as Armenian and those who identify as Calvinist. Mm. So I'm just trying to show that at the end of the day, a label is only as good as the clothes that you wear. Yeah. If, it's, if, if it doesn't affect what's going on in your heart. So faithfulness is not about what you write on your, on your, on your, on your profile, that, oh, I'm a Calvinist, I'm a whatever. But how are you as a person yeah. on the inside? Wow, so it's all about your heart. Exactly. Oh, it's beautiful. Feminist, ah, faithfulness, sorry. Faithfulness is neither feminist nor sexist. Yeah. So it does not judge the pregnant teenager more harshly than her boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think society in itself, just because the woman is carrying yeah. uh, the baby and yeah. we don't really know who the father yeah. is, I think that's why, you know, society will judge the... Yeah, the more harshly. So I'm saying there's a contrast now between what we've grown to believe in, in the world uh, with, uh, with faithfulness. Yeah, so then I'm just trying to show that, again, like in the religious or the Christian uh, world, yeah. where you have different camps. So also in, in other parts of, of society, there's different camps. Uh, there's been a, 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 a huge rise in feminism. Uh, over the recent years, whether you believe that is right or wrong, uh, that's not the point of the poem. The point of the poem is that whether you're feminist or not, you are still not perfectly faithful. You still fall short. You still fail. You understand? And then uh, also just to show the the contrast in the ways we judge women compared with the, with the ways we judge men. So like you say, if a, if a teenager falls pregnant, all the shame is on her, while you know the father of the child. If he doesn't tell you that he impregnated someone, you'll never know. He walks around normally. There's, there's no, there's no evidence on him that you know he impregnated someone. So I'm just trying to show that, um, yeah, on, on on both sides, there's no one who, who who is less guilty than 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 the other one. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Uh, let me go on to I think the last. Stands alone, but oh, how faithful is the one who has promised us a better land today, a sitting foundation whose designer and builder is God. So, this is what we're looking forward to. Now. Yeah, that's what we're saying. We're looking forward to. Yeah, again, that's also a reference to the whole uh, expropriation of land without compensation. Well, yeah, so, land grants, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. I mean, we can debate about whether or not we should be grabbing land that was stolen from us i feel like we, we should be i think there, there should be uh expropriation of land without compensation and i think there should be a redistribution of land yeah. uh, but i think there's the stuff is reserved for people with with greater minds and strategical minds than than me <laughs> to decide how that should be done, how it should be done yeah. but having done all of that in this life there's again it's it's the it's the it's the belief that we are only here for a season. So sure, grab your land, whatever, but at the end of the day, you're not going to be here forever, right? So there is a better land that you should be now uh, grabbing as well. Sure, grab so whatever you can, yeah, yeah. but 
Don't be so focused on what you can grab here that you don't prepare yourself for and for the next can, life. That can happen as yeah. soon as you get enough wind riches, yeah, you don't course, think that course, this is yeah. something you, like you yeah. feel invincible. Yeah. Fast, beautiful. And then we continue to say city, um where our spirit will be so high there'll be no business for your know, dealers. Yeah. I I like this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, we, we all crave satisfaction. Yeah. We all crave um, uh, happiness. And I believe that whatever leads people to, to, to being, you know, uh, involved in drugs and whatever, at the core of that, yeah. we just want to be happy. We just want to be happy. So I think in the next life or in heaven, we'll be so happy that there'll be no need to look to other substances for that happiness, you understand? We all find it in one yeah. place. It's all to be yeah. satisfactory for all of us. That's yeah, what I'm saying. of course, yeah. Where our sisters will be just as grand as our mother's mothers because no man will ever use abuse or bruise them. So yeah. I think I now go now to like the fact that we have femicides now. We've seen femicides. Exactly, and yeah. Abuse, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so the word grand there is in the two senses. Yeah. Grand as in fine. So our sisters will be fine, they'll be okay, they'll be grand. Yeah. As our mother's mothers. Our mother's mothers are our Grand. grandmothers, you understand? So it's a play play on words there. It's poetic, um, bro. But yeah, so the point there is there will be no uh, gender-based violence. Yeah. Right. Or violence against so Then you continue. Where immune okay, this is actually my favorite line. Every time you say this line, I hate us. Where immunodeficiency will be an oxymoron like medical aid for glorified bodies. Yeah. So we have perfect health. Yeah, that's perfect bodies, perfect health, perfect, um, perfect everything. There'll be no, there'll be no AIDS. I think as a lot of the times as Christians, we we talk about the blessings of the Christian life, but yeah. in such a way that it is like up there in the clouds, like ah, we are blessed in Christ, whatever. But yeah. for someone who's going through stuff in this world, Actually, now, yeah. what does it mean for them? You need the hope. You understand. Yeah, yeah. So how do you connect that with what's going on right now? When you're in your so, sick bed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm trying to yeah. do with, with, with a lot of my pieces. Like, how do you make your theology walk the streets? You understand? Yeah. Instead of living up there in the clouds, disconnected from reality. So what does it mean that we'll have perfect bodies in heaven? Mm. It means that there'll be no AIDS. There's AIDS now, right? Yes. And we all know about AIDS. We all are affected by it. We might not all be infected, but everybody knows somebody who's, you know, infected. Everybody knows somebody who has died. Everybody knows somebody who's struggling. So if I come and tell you that come to Christ and, uh, you know, he will bless you, in what way? In what way? Are you saying he's going to take out my illness now? Are you saying? <laughs> it might not be now, but there, yeah. is a, there is, again, in the now, sure, we want to have as good a life as we can. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, there is, there, is, there is another life coming that we should be prepared for, yeah. That's beautiful. Um, I think then now we go to the answer to the question. Faithfulness is, is, faithful is the one who has promised us the better land to grab. Yeah. A city with foundations whose designer and builder is God. Yeah. Um, are you saying like, uh, especially with faithfulness, because of all these examples that we've, we've made, yeah. and then the fact that we've seen how flawed uh, humanity is, I think because of our flawed nature, because of our sinful nature, we'll always like fail while we're here. Yeah. Is that yeah. basically the message yeah. you used to yeah. say? Yeah. 
So that's why we then should look to yeah. towards God for yeah. for yeah. where we fail. Yeah. Wow, bro, that's... It's, it's a city with foundations. So yeah. it's a city that cannot be shaken, cannot be moved. You understand? Yeah. It's a sure thing. It's a sure thing. Everything we have here, it can. Uh, ah, it might last, it might not last. <laughs> no, tomorrow is not promised. Yeah. Right? But this is the one thing that is sure that will not disappoint you. You understand? Very beautiful, bro. Yeah. Wow, thank you for this piece, bro. It's, it's wonderful. I think it's, yeah. it portrays your message well. Um, the one question yeah. I do have, though, when you were writing this piece, I'm sure there was like something in you, like that message you wanted to 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 uh, to release. Yeah. So now upon reading the piece, upon uh, performing the piece, do you feel like the piece is doing exactly what was in your heart, that whatever you wanted to put on paper, do you feel like it did on the for this piece yeah. specifically, not for like all your yeah. your other pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a line in another poem where I say, "My poems never land as gloriously on paper as I imagined them in my mind." Yeah. So the process of writing for me is: I'll start with an idea, mm-hmm. and then I have it all in my mind. Okay, this is how this piece is gonna go. But by the time I start writing, then oh. there's other influences, there's other inspirations that come into play. That just sort of take over. So it never so just comes out the way. I do use the ideas that I had, yeah. uh, but then somehow I end up expanding mm-hmm. on that. Or sometimes I even take a different direction awesome. to what I thought I was I was gonna write. So I think with every piece, it's different. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. Alright, but then do you like the the outputs? Well, maybe... something that you need to rewrite. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I like the piece. No, yeah. I, I like this piece. I'm, I'm happy with it. But I think at the end of the day, it's the audience who must oh, say, say, this is a, a great piece or whatever. I'm glad and you say that. Because I don't think an artist's job is for the artist. No, no. no we, we're never fully satisfied with our work. With our, uh, we try our best and we, and we, then we put it out there and we move on. Yeah. Move on to the next thing. It's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Do you feel like there's anything I missed in the piece specifically that you want to go to go back into and then you know expand on, or is that? No, I think we've that we pretty much went line by line. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's pretty dope, much went yeah. line by line. So. School hard, guys. Yeah, that was uh, faithfulness by Umanka. Uh, bro, uh, for people who want to follow more of your pieces and especially those ones who want to get the feelings that you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. How do they get you on these social? Yeah, so hey, social media is one of my weaknesses. <laughs> so yeah, we do have uh, Redeeming Syllables has a YouTube uh, channel that mm, is dope. not really maintained, but we're trying to change that this year. So, twenty twenty, so Redeeming Syllables on YouTube, we'll see some old stuff there, but hopefully, uh, as the year goes, we'll we'll put in we'll put in some new stuff. Uh, personally, I'm on Twitter. And uh, and um, uh, Instagram, yeah. but that's not for my craft. That's just, oh, that's my just for you. personal space. So you don't want to share so, that special, personal space. Uh, All right. I forgot my handles now. Oh, so okay. <laughs> no, that's fine. You guys go to Redeeming uh, Syllables. You'll find everything oh, on yeah. YouTube. You'll find everything, yeah. or just search Redeeming Syllables. Yeah, Redeeming Syllables. Thank you, bro. Thank you so much for right. tuning in and helping me welcome you home. Yeah, yeah. No, it's dope, man. I love you. Uh, so am I, am I the first guest? On this new home, yes. Yeah. Yes, ah, first nice, guest on this nice, new home. Nice. Thank you. You're special, bro. <laughs> cool. uh, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, yeah, go back to the page. Like, comment, subscribe, and 
subscribe to all the channels uh, YouTube and uh, podcast channels. Ah, remember, love weight and love people. Peace. Ya bulilu mafundi